this day, let's pray with the reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. He began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard, put a hedge around it, dug a wine press, and built a tower. Then he leased it to tenant farmers and left on a journey. At the proper time, he sent a servant to the tenants to obtain from them some of the produce of the vineyard. But they seized him, beat him, and sent him away empty-handed. Again, he sent them another servant, and that one they beat over the head and treated shamefully. He sent yet another whom they killed, so too many others. Some they beat, others they killed. He had one other to send, a beloved son. He sent him to them last of all, thinking, they will respect my son. But those tenants said to one another, this is the heir, come, let us kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they seized him and killed him, and threw him out of the vineyard. What then will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come, put the tenants to death, and give the vineyard to others. Have you not read this scripture passage? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. By the Lord hath it been done, and it is wonderful in our eyes. They were seeking to arrest him, but they feared the crowd, for they realized that he had addressed the parable to them. So they left him and went away. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. May your week get off to a good start. God willing. God wants us to have a good start to our week. Let's remember that there is no better way to start the day to begin than by listening to the Word of God. Not to me, not to others, but to the Word of God. Never forget it, and never get tired of doing that. After a long time, almost three months, between Lent and Easter, we return to what we call ordinary time, or common time. This is how the Church divides the liturgical time, to help us get more and more involved in the life of Jesus. That's why we resume reading St. Mark's Gospel. We will read it continuously, starting from chapter 12, and this will help us follow the thread of what this evangelist wanted to leave us about the figure of Jesus, his view of him, what he thought and what he knew about him. Each evangelist expresses his own view on the mystery of Jesus according to the tradition he received from others. Mark was a disciple of Peter, so it is known that his gospel account comes directly from the stories that, we suppose, and we know, better said, he received directly from Peter, and that it was the first one to be written. It is short and simple, but profound nonetheless. Mark wants to show us a very human Jesus, so to speak, 
full of gestures of closeness, but at the same time, a suffering Jesus, a suffering Messiah, who doesn't like to be exalted, who doesn't even want people to know that He is the Messiah. And it will be from His suffering on the cross that His divinity will be manifested. What a mystery it is that from the cross a centurion will proclaim Him the Messiah. Truly, this was the Son of God. Surely it seems odd, but it will help us. It will do us a lot of good. So, the underlying question of today's reading from the Gospel, and one that I encourage you to ask yourself today as well, is, who is Jesus really? Moving on to today's Gospel, we could say that the purpose of the parable that Jesus tells the Pharisees and the scribes is to reveal the ignorance of man when he believes to be the owner of things that actually belong to God. By doing this, he confronts his own history with the history of the people of Israel who rejected God's messengers, but also with the history of humankind, with all humanity, and with our history too, with yours and mine. God has given us everything. He has planted a vineyard so that we can live and feed from it. That is, He gave us this whole world. He fenced His marvelous creation in some way. He gave it certain norms, certain rules that we must respect. These norms are meant to lead us to live a peaceful life among us, the commandments. He also left us a watchtower because in a way he himself also stayed to guard us, not to punish us as a father who loves us. And what do we do? Inadvertently or unintentionally we kill God's messengers who seek what is his. We don't even notice that God made himself present in several moments throughout history. But let us think of our own history, our personal history. Sometimes we too, without wanting to, take possession of God's things, of the fruits of the vineyard that He gave us. Many times we don't realize it, and we don't let Him come to harvest what is His. Nothing is ours, everything is His. Nothing belongs to anyone, and everything belongs to everyone. No one can claim to own things and creation, only a proud heart. No one can take possession of the graces and charisms that God gives. All this, which seems so strange, is the logical plan of God the Father, which man slowly destroyed and which Jesus came to repair. Let's not claim credit for everything that surrounds us. Who decides what each of us deserves? In fact, don't we all deserve, in some way, the same or as much as we can receive? We must learn to share, and not to think that we deserve credit for everything that we achieve in life. Who can take credit for everything that he has? 
Beware of taking possession of the gifts that God has given us and that we have made bear fruit with our own effort. Beware of taking possession of God's graces. Beware of taking possession of the things of this world, of the church, of my service, of my community, of my parish. Beware. Everything is grace. Everything is God's gift. If we don't learn to look at life in this way, we can be like these men who slowly kill those sent by God. If we were to look at the history of life, of our own life, from this perspective, how grateful we would be each day. May we live this life with a grateful heart, with a continuous attitude of thanksgiving within our hearts, recognizing that everything is a gift from Him. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever. Mm-hmm.